Hello and hi, welcome to the Kane is Dead program. I am your host, Kane is Dead. Tonight's program is brought to you by nobody. Cue the motherfucking music. Yeah, shouts out to Kane is Dead, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker walking up to old ladies, crotch chopping. I'm telling him to suck his motherfucking dick. He don't give a fuck. Daniel Gama, we about to show up on your fucking front porch and shit with bow ties wrapped on our dicks for Christmas. We're about to fuck your bitch, fuck your grandma, fuck your mom. We're about to mosh pin her pussy, bitch. Yeah, fuck. Got his dick sucked by your bitch and win a red sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a set dick. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Got his dick sucked by your bitch and win a red sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a set dick. Or I'ma show up Christmas Eve and eat your mama ass Joey in the leather, licking on her dirty feet Watching Joker on the TV while he beat his meat Nothing more or less than a sick son of a bitch This is such a granny pussy all the way to the wrist Marsh pit to the sound of stirring macaroni Walk inside your house, make it tell your brother blow it Got his dick sucked by a bitch who win a rag sick Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a septic Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker Hello and hi, welcome to the Kane is Dead program. I am your host, Kane is Dead, and it is currently windy right now. You can hear the chimes going bula bula bula. Always a good time, especially here in the great state of Arizona. You know damn well we love our heat, but the fall change is pretty nice as well. Or autumn. I don't know. Is that what you people call it now? I don't fucking know. Anyway, dig. Fuck it. What's been up, man? Me? Hasn't been a great time. I'm not going to lie. The uh, This past week or so, it's been rough. It's been long. This weekend was a long, long fucking weekend. Uh, uh, there's just nonsense about a foot uh, there is just there's death everywhere there's fucking money hungry cocksuckers everywhere there's um uh, you know me you know me fucking just counting down the moments till that punchline is perfect uh, a whole bunch of shit is going on right now so I'm not really too well I'm not gonna lie with y'all you know what I mean but at the same time, we have to save that for the end of the episode when I get deep. But, dig, uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but my week, I can't speak for everyone, but my week starts on Thursdays now. So Thursday is my Monday. And with that said, I'm going to be trying to get these episodes as, out as fast as I can, even if it means I got to, you know, uh, either release them a day early or straight up have uh what do you call that release them a day early or just record them as early as i can 
to meet the, the Wednesday night deadline, which is usually what I'm aiming for. So we got that going down. Uh, to be honest, this is um, this is this has actually been the easiest recording period for me because you know, a lot of time I come into here not having anything to talk about, and you know, lately with the movie reviews and all that other stuff, it seems like you know shit's uh, a little more different than it was before. So you know, I mean, things are things are. I guess you know the the terms are. Uh, Things are hard all over, but eh, we'll get through them. I'll get through them, and I'll be all right. As far as the punchline goes, well, you know, I'm a failed comedian. I'm always looking for the perfect punchline. Eventually, we'll get there. So, anyways, back to my point. How you been? Hope all is well, I guess. Uh, to those of you have, who have been listening to this point, uh, they, you guys know that the episodes have been extremely offensive as of late. Nothing, no pulled punches, extreme language, extreme, you know, whatever. All that shit, it's there, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to be holding back, you know, at all. And I'm going to be talking, do you guys know, I mean, I've been talking graphically about people and things and events and just hate fucking, hateful fucking keep the hate pure you know what i mean keep it pure keep it genuine keep it real okay because we can't have no fucking fake the funk type shit anymore you know what i'm saying because all that bullshit it got us nowhere it got me nowhere trying to be liked by everyone trying to be friends with people it doesn't get you anywhere motherfucker get that through your thick fucking skull you don't have friends you have people that want to use you okay (laughs) but that's besides the point you can't even get a decent girlfriend no more because she wants half your fucking paycheck. And if you're fat and you don't have a good paycheck, well, motherfucker, you fat fuck, you better get a big old fat sack of blow in order for her fat, uh, her punk ass to fucking uh, let you sniff her cunt at least once a week. Yeah, I said it. Fuck you. Sue me. Prove me wrong. You can't. Anyways. All right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I finished watching uh, Roswell, actually. And uh, and looking back on it, I kind of... I'll give you guys a brief synopsis, you know. Aliens crash, they're in the form of angsty teenagers. And basically, they make life a living hell for those involved in their, uh, in their plot. The unlikable characters in the beginning become likable, and the one main guy becomes unlikable towards the end, but then he redeems himself once he pulls through and actually doesn't, you know, uh, take advantage of everyone as much as he used to. Because in the in the in the second season he did that really well. He just took advantage of everyone around him. So that sucked. Uh anyway, what do I give the show? The show I give it a, uh, I give it a solid, I give it a solid seal of approval uh, for what it's worth and for what, how it's made and all that other stuff. And the science fiction aspect, you know, I love science fiction. You know, it's not, you know, it's not anything I'm not, I haven't dealt with. It's like, you know, but you know, the, the teen drama elements, the teen drama, the teen, teen drama elements. Sorry, there were some kids playing around the around on the street. 
they're uh, skateboarding, I think. So if you heard any interference, it was unintentional. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so we got to that. I give it a, like I said, I give it a solid uh, seal of approval. Entertaining, funny, cool characters that are more or less, you know, well, more likable, except for Max. Uh, favorite character of the series, his name was Michael. Uh, this alien dude with who's part of you know he in the beginning he's part of the foster care system and then he gets emancipated and he has the craziest hair i've ever seen in my life he's cool though uh you know kyle becomes a buddhist all kinds of shit starts happening and it's uh, so yeah all in all i thought it was i thought it was a decent show let's see what else uh, local events they have uh, haunts you know haunted attractions uh, not many though so don't get your hopes up because out here in Arizona they're still being pussies about the whole mandate thing so I can't even go to a fucking show and then of course you know the whole Hitlerisms you know and the Nazisms all that other bullshit that you motherfuckers are getting away with as long as you don't you don't mention the man with the H in his name you know your practices are very H like only now you don't have to stamp people with the Star of David or whatever. Now all you have to do is uh, point out the statistics and see who's got the stupid jab and who doesn't. I'm still not getting it. I don't give a fuck what any of you assholes say. I don't, I don't, I don't deserve to live anyway, so fuck all y'all. All right, uh, let's see. But yeah, they had a... See, out here in Arizona, we have this thing called Fear Farm. It's in the middle of a cornfield. It's that. Uh, but I was told it wasn't well liked by people. But the thing is, the people that said that Fear Farm sucks are the same people that talk when they're watching movies. They start talking to the movie as if they can change the situations. You know the type of motherfuckers I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? These are the motherfuckers that I hate. So, you know, they say Fear Farm was whack, but at the same time, I'm like, but you talk to the movie Friday as if you never seen it before. Hmm. Right on. And they say I don't have a life. Holy shit. But yeah, fucking. So we got that going down. Um, actually, go, going back to Fear Farm. Back in like 2010 or 2011. No, no, 2010, because that's when the baby was born. Uh, back in 2010, I remember they had a thing where they had a, a concert there. They had a stage and everything, and I think the headliners were Haybreed and Slayer, which I thought was pretty awesome. I didn't have a chance. I didn't get a chance to go. I was actually talking to my ex at the time, and I was trying to convince her to go with me, but she didn't want to because she was afraid of, you know, she's she, she's not the the haunter type, you know. She doesn't like the whole scary experience, and then she's all claustrophobic and all this other bullshit because you know corn getting lost tight spaces getting lost all that stupid shit so she kind of just uh yeah yeah she, she she just doesn't but she also believed that insane clown posse was satanic which has never been the case it's uh hell's pit but that was just them t- t- giving you an explanation as to why hell is a shitty exa- uh, a shitty choice over shangri-la but whatever you know what i mean Anyway, but she wasn't, you know, whatever. It's, it, it makes me laugh, though, because, you know, she hated the fact that she didn't like real metal. Okay, that's the thing. She liked crap like Five Finger Death Punch and all that other stupid shit. So, 
reality goes is that they uh she she had horrible taste in music and she was afraid of hauntings but i gotta tell you one thing whether she believed in hauntings or not or believes in all that shit she was a straight demon in the sack man holy shit she was one of the freakiest girls i ever was ever with seriously man i was like let's see i was like uh how old was i i was 19 and she was 23 24 she's the first girl that ever let me eat ass yeah for real it's just i, I went down on her and i was eating her pussy and then i you know I, I adjust her legs and right there the security camera is looking back at me and i go what would you say if i licked it she goes i don't want you to and i go why not she goes i mean it's clean and all but you know i go well let me do it one time and i'll leave you alone <sighs> okay go ahead you freaking weirdo and i did and it was fresh but anyways i don't know man it's just weird but oh yeah i wanted to tell you guys something i, I heard this conspiracy theory from the uh this is some funny shit it's it's funny and retarded at the same time much like my sense of humor funny and retarded you know what i mean there ain't no be in there ain't no in between that's just the way it goes you know what i'm saying but anyway here we go so this conspiracy goey this is goey what the hell this conspiracy theory goes as follows anyway i i actually heard this courtesy of dead rabbit so shout out dead rabbit radio for introducing me to this weird take on a certain aspect of life and shit like that so therefore uh well, it's not really an aspect of life. It's an aspect of true crime mixed with conspiracies, mixed in with all kinds of ungodly bullshit in the world, mind you. You know what I'm saying? So here we go. I'm not 100% sure when it happened, but Arizona passed this law that said that basically if you are caught having sex with a 12-year-old, you are, for a fact, going to get a life sentence. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you get a life sentence for doing that shit, you deserve everything you get in prison. Now, I've heard horror stories about prison where they pull some strings and they put these guys in with the mass murderers and the serial rapists. They find out that the uh, the this motherfucker pooned the kid, so they go out of their way and make his life miserable by continuously, but not limited to, beating him down. And continuously fucking him in the ass with the broom until he dies. You know what I mean? Burning his butthole to the point that it's... What's that term? Carter? You know what I'm trying to say. When it's like... When it goes from brown to browner and you and, and you can't open it no more. Yeah. Fuck them. Okay? They deserve... Whoever... Any, any petter ass that commits any crimes against children, all that stuff... And you get thrown in that cell block where the murderers and the rapists are and they beat the fuck out of you, if not kill you and all that other shit. You deserve every fucking second of it. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it so much that you're you're, you're crying and agonizing and crying, you know, for Jesus Christ to come save you. But he can't because he's up on the cross. So you decide to paint that bullshit on your fucking arm. But still some guy comes around and cuts your arm off and then feeds you your, feeds you your own shit for the rest of your life. That's if they didn't, you know, Carter, you know, seal your butthole shut. Which they probably wouldn't. Because how else are they going to stick a broomstick in there? Or a hammer? Or any of those things that you deserve. But anyway, fuck all that bullshit. I mean, I mean no, don't fuck all that bullshit. Because, yeah, yeah they deserve the the, hor- the hor- most horrible treatment in the earth. I know you leftists, woke fuck faces, don't think that. But, you know, fuck you too. 
fuck you even more for even trying to defend a perverted cocksucker like these. But anyways, so what happens is this: this motherfucker in the in the Arizona, his name was Joseph Rosenbaum. He he gets charged with you know uh, eleven counts of child molestation. All of them involve little boys, and they even involve him taking full-on advantage, if you know what I mean. I don't want to get into detail, but it's just such disgusting shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, so we, we, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, the state of Arizona had, you know, had made that stupid law. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good law, you know, lock up anyone for, for life for being a perverted cocksucker like that. But there was a loophole that this cocksucker found in the law that basically made him not receive a life sentence, even though he still had to go to prison for it. So, all right, gets out. He moves to Wisconsin, 2020, the Black Lives Matter protest up in uh, Wisco. He's one of the guys standing out there. Okay, this is what I don't get, okay? This guy is a stocky little fucking white boy. He's about 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, he's a short guy. He's stocky, so he's kind of built like a... He's kind of built like Porky Pig. He looks like he's just Zeke Heiling his way through life. You know what I mean? But anyways, he probably was. He bald-headed fucking white fag. You know what I mean? Fuck him. Anyways... This motherfucker is like, all right, cool. You know, and oh, I said the the fag word. I don't mean like a, eh, fuck it. I don't mean it in a way of like, you know, anti-homosexual. I mean it as a sack of shit, uh, irritating prick who needs to get slapped around for for being a uh, irritating sack of shit. Or just an unlikable motherfucker in the all together. Plus, the word hurts, and you know I'm not I'm not I'm not in this for feelings no more. I'm in this for realness. I won't say the word a lot. You guys know that, but anyways, fuck it. Ah, uh, some of the music I play says it too. Some of the music you like says it too. Fucking Tyler the Creator, don't say you don't like him. I know half of you fuck faces do. Anyways, so and plus nobody listens to the show. So who the fuck's gonna do? You know what I mean? Who the fuck's gonna care? Anyways. And it's not like I'm going to host the Emmys next week. Just saying. <laughs> no, but dig. Alright. So, this motherfucker looks like an Aryan fuckface. And he's built like Porky Pig. He's out there standing in front of all these guys with guns yelling out, Shoot me, nigga. Shoot me, nigga. I'm like, so when did you get your N-word pass? You know what I'm saying? And maybe he's a real hood white boy. I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. Anyway... In the events that took place, this motherfucker gets shot right in the fucking head. He's laying there, so he's like, <laughs> fuck you. You deserved it. I'm glad you died, you motherfucker. Anyway, he died, some other fuckhead died, and some other piece of shit got hit. Who cares, really? The kid who killed him was that Kyle Rittenhouse dude. Yeah, now he's facing murder charges or whatever. I don't know. And then, you know, man. I don't know. I think it's justifiable. You know, you kill a pederast, you solve the world of one one of the many problems out there. You know what I mean? Especially what this motherfucker did. You know what I mean? So they're gonna try to they're gonna charge the kid, possibly, probably, more than likely they're gonna charge him. Cool. I'm sorry, guys. I got distracted. There's a biker out there, and he's holy shit. That's badass. Anyway, uh, let's see. Um, 
Okay, so the conspiracy goes as this. The first one doesn't make any sense, but okay, I'm just going to say it. What it, The first theory goes as follows. Apparently, Rosenbaum's dad is a lawyer. And because his son got off on the loophole of the whole... Uh, what do you call that? The loophole of the law where it says that, you know, he, he, he avoided a life sentence. Apparently, in Arizona, we have, a, we have an Illuminati-style court system <laughs> that basically told Rosenbaum's dad, listen, we know your son didn't get prosecuted how he should have, so we're going to have to make an example out of him. So we're going <laughs> to... We're going to send people out, a hitman that knows your son's whereabouts. We're going to make it look like a blah, blah, blah. Not quite a setup, but actually a blah, blah, blah. All this other shit. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, that doesn't make any freaking sense. To have a hitman go out of his way to fix some bullshit law. I don't know. So... Okay, so that happens, I guess. Um, Rittenhouse kills this guy because he was a hitman and blah, blah, blah. Although in the theory, it was stated that the person that was making the theory can't confirm that that guy's dad was a lawyer. Okay, that makes sense, I guess. If at least that part makes sense. But wrap your minds around this. This is a two-parter, so get this shit, okay? Apparently when, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> Arizona's full of vigilantes and they knew about Rosenbaum and the crimes he committed against the children and they knew about his blah, 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 insert, you know, whatever here, his past. They finally get word that he is in Wisconsin and they go out of their way by setting up that the people that are there, like Rittenhouse and all them are actually, uh, vigilantes and they're there in regards to Arizona vigilantes as to stopping this guy from ever committing the crime by shooting him in the head. Now I'm happy either way. As long as he got killed, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. They had to put it, they had to organize this murder to set place in a specific time, specific area, specifics, specifics, specifics. It kind of comes down to the theory where they're trying to say is wait a second does this mean that the blm protests that are happening that were happening in wisconsin were all fabricated hmm interesting shit you know what i mean and if it was then does if it is true because i'm not saying it is because this is just even this is even a bit much for me but if it is true the idea of what the fucking the the whole protest, the outrage, the anti-cop sentiments, the everything that happens, everything that's connected, everything that's gone on since then, everything that's gone down and all this other bullshit. Does it mean that it's all just been part of the media, the distraction? I don't know. They've been saying that for a long time. And then once the greed mongering starts getting starts rearing its ugly head, you then start to start, you know, you then start to realize, you know, things are really fucked up. Do I believe in this theory? Not really, because it's just weird for me personally. I personally think it's a bit, it's a bit much 
to just go out on a limb and all this other stuff. But, you know, you can't really rule anything out nowadays, you know what I mean? Because, you know, first off, everything's all fucked up. Second of all, you know, when it comes down to it, everything, it's all greed. That's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? You know, any organization, you know, BLM, the NIB, no, the NIA, wait. The NAB, NAB, I'm sorry. All those things, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what color your skin you are or what religion you are, the fastest, fastest that you're going to be, um, yeah, you're just, uh, you're, you're a tool for them. And as long as you give them good publicity, uh, promotion and all that other bullshit, they're not going to give a fuck about you in the end. That's why everything's really falling apart now and Mother Nature's pissed off. So she's going to have her revenge and we're all going to pay and suffer for it. Believe that. But I want to go on a side note and talk about this Rosenbaum fuckface. Uh, way back in the day, way back in the day, I think it was MySpace, I believe. I don't know. It's been a long time, dude. But back in like, I don't know, 2010 or 29, 2009, shit like that. You know what I mean? Uh, we were on the this this site, MySpace, I guess. I think. I don't know. It's, it's so. Anyway, they had like a chat feature, blah, blah, blah. And there was this guy, Joey... R, that's what he went by. Anyway, it, it, long story short, it's the same guy, okay? But here's the thing. He told all of us that he he served time in Arizona because he killed people. Yeah, it turns out that the truth is a lot uglier than the lie. That's disgusting, man. Anyways, yeah, he was just a... Uh, I don't know. He was, just a, he was just a troll, you know what I mean? I mean, he was, physically, he was a troll... All that shit, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember he was with some, he was with some fat girl. I, I wonder if he was still with her when he, um, when he got killed. And yeah, fuck them. You know what I mean? He got put away for murder, not really. He got put away for fucking straight up being a perverted fuck. And like I said earlier, I'm glad he's dead. Fuck him. Let him suffer. All this other shit. You know, you're out there pretending to be part of the cause when in fact you're you're really the problem. And you got one right in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. And speaking of go fuck yourself, it looks like it's time for All right, it's time for the uh, fan favorite, I guess, the fuck off of the week. Now, this one's a little, it's a little less intimidating, I should say, you know, but it's still really uh, a thing for me to just uh, get it out there because I'm sick of, I'm sick of people, all right? And and that's the main gist of this whole fuck off. It's just, uh, you know, tell everyone to go fuck themselves, basically. Now, this one goes to specifically... For lack of a better term, extended family cocksuckers. You know what I mean? The ones that like, uh, you know, you know, your cousin's boyfriend or your cousin's girlfriend or your cousin's, you know, wife, husband. Don't matter what the fuck they are. But anyways, see, I have a uh, godmother who is a cousin as well, but she's with some fuckface asshole cocksucker. Who thinks he's a thug because he steals steel reserve from the the Arab stores, and 
He's trying to get in my face and shit. And I'm like, like not get in my face, but he's over here trying to talk down at me. And he got mad because I told him straight up, who the fuck are you? You're not my dad. I don't have to answer you, you fucking fag. You know what I'm saying? And he just gave me this look and she goes, calm down, calm down. Nah, go fuck yourself too. Fuck off. Leave me alone, you stupid cunt. I hate each and every one of you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, I hate these motherfuckers. I think you have to respect them just because they look... And act a certain way. Or they're older than you and all this other bullshit. Go fuck yourself, you fucking cunt. Seriously. I'm serious. Go get yourself a razor scooter and just hit your side upside the head several times when you still use, until you start seeing the color purple. Okay? And both your fucking eyes are dilated. I like, like, it's not like your, your, your pupils are dilated and shit. So you look like you're, you're about to fall into a fucking coma and then I'll be happy for you, you fucking asshole. Then maybe I'll respect your ass because you're not running your goddamn mouth no more. Fuck you and fuck everything you stand for and fuck the cunt that has you around. I honestly have nothing but fucking hatred towards you and that's coming from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me that bullshit. Oh, we're family. We're family. Suck my dick. We're not a fucking family. We haven't been family for the last 20 fucking years. So don't give me that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? The second fuck out goes to, and this is kind of like a cancer for Arizona. The California transplant white guys that try to be Mexicans. You know what I'm talking about. They're always dogging you out, trying to look at you like you're a criminal. They're always staring right at you. And then they get mad when you go, you got something to say? And they just like, nothing, nothing. Go fuck you. And most of these motherfuckers are built like that pedophile. I was telling you guy, Joseph Rosenbaum. I'm going to keep throwing his name out there. Joseph Rosenbaum. Fuck you. But anyways, uh, they're all built like him. They're about 5'2", five, 5'3". They always rock around in wife beaters. They have like these, they, but they're extremely racist uh, against black folks. And yet they were, you know, they, 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 I don't know. They're fucking stupid, dude. They're stupid as fuck. These are white boys talking about, you know, they, they talk like the Chicones too. The Chicones, like not all, I'm not saying all Chicanos or Latinos are bad people. They're not, man. I have a lot of respect for them. I'm fucking half Latino myself, you stupid fucks. But the thing is, it's like when these white boys and the new age Mexican boys going around, they say the word nigga like it's going out of style. And it just gives, brings me back to my other fuck off I gave last week, two weeks ago, when I said, I really wish your mother would have had a fucking abortion. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 your or the doctor threw you out of the fucking window when you were born. Seriously, that's the kind of shit. That's the kind of hate I harbor for a lot of these fucks out here in this world. You know what I'm saying? It's like people can hate me for what i am but like at least you can say i'm not unoriginal you know what i mean i'm not trying to be something i ain't you know what i mean i'm a hateful motherfucker i hate everyone and i hate everything and i hate all 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 okay i ain't no fucking this ain't no bullshit you know what i mean and the thing is i live in such a cocksucker part of arizona is that this is all you see you know and like i said you know if it, you know, if it makes me sound like a conservative, then so be it, I guess. <laughs> when I say, please don't California my Arizona, because you know, we don't need that shit here. Yet somehow, once every once in a while, California folk comes around, and they're always acting like they can change everything that's wrong with Arizona because they can. I ran into a woman a while back that was trying to get into my life. She was a friend of my sister's. No big deal. She seemed nice enough, but. She was trying to fix everything about me. She was trying to fix everything that, you know, that led me to this shit. And at the time I was doing, I'm not going to lie, I was doing a lot of blow at the time. So I was just like, you know, whatever, you know, and I, 
the thing is the blow didn't make me feel less i mean the blow didn't make me feel how you say um more uh disassociated i guess the blow just kind of just made me feel meh but it, you know it's like that song that necro says how long can cocaine last you know it, it's true you know the pain is there but the cocaine can take it away for a minute but anyways it don't mean a fucking thing that's that's in the past but you know it didn't make me feel any lesser or more for that lady but anyways everything she did she was trying to fucking change me make me I guess for the lack of a better term likable make me like them and I don't want to be like them I'm happy being me I mean I know I hate myself more than anything but at least I can say I'm happy with this rough exterior you know what I'm saying and they don't seem to get that because they keep trying to change you they keep trying to make it seem like you you know what I mean it's like like I said the whole thing about the the what do you call that guy uh goodwill hunt remember that when he's all like, no, 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 no. See, because, you know, this is the difference between me and you. When all is said and done, you're going to be better off without me. And all you're going to and all I'm ever going to be to you is a story for you to tell people about that time you went slumming with a poor kid. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I, I, I really have, you know, I just got to say, you know, fuck off to that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I don't I don't you know what I mean? The the transplanted cholos the fucking women that think that they can change my life the people that ask me for my real name shit like that you know you you fuckers are like a cancer and the thing is i was happy not knowing who the hell you were to begin with the same thing goes for the fucking asshole extended well that dickhead you know the asshole wants to be my godfather slash cousin whatever the hell he is you know, the way he talked down on me like I wasn't shit, you know. And like I said, you know, he can go fuck his mother for all I care. You know what I mean? And 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 the girl, my godmother slash cousin, she's saying she's all bullshit, you know what I'm saying? She's all bullshit because, you know, this motherfucker beats her down at her from what I'm told and then she still goes back crawling back to him. Which makes me which makes me remember that every time she's talking with like she has a mouthful of shit because he beat her down and she's pregnant again right you know fuck them fuck everything and fuck all this bullshit you know fuck anyone trying to change me for being me fuck fuck that extended family bullshit fuck everything you know what I mean fuck all that bullshit you know what I mean cause this fucking this ain't this ain't the Kane is a family show this is the Kane is dead show program (laughs) and we're gonna keep it raw, rugged, and rough, regardless on what happens, regardless on whose fucking feelings are hurt. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make, it doesn't make me, you know what I mean? It doesn't make me happy knowing that you're happy. <laughs> I know it's such a shitty thing to say, but whatever, fuck it. To the few of you that listen to this bullshit show, anyways, I mean, you guys, you guys are cool, right? I mean, I mean it's not like anything I say shocks you, anyways. You guys are good people. I mean, if you found me. You obviously have something something wrong with you really or you're dark like the rest of us or like you're dark like me i should say either way those have been the fuck offs of the week hope you enjoyed them uh, a little more me i don't know if they're more mean more or less mean-spirited than they were before but hey they happen and that's how you do it that's how we do it here on the program because we're not pulling punches remember motherfuckers we're doing it and we're doing it and we're going to do it again next week and then the following week and then blah, blah, blah. Hope you're enjoying this shit because like I said, you know, 
I might take some days off, a week, a couple weeks off in November, just because. So, hey, here we go. All right, I'm gonna play you guys a song. I played this one before, uh, not too long ago, but I'm gonna play it again because it's uh, it's pretty classic. This song is High Rule by Monomate. I'm a slave, I'm a slave. 
when this dead hand moves, the monster created by a man they called Mad is turned loose to strike terror into the hearts of men. To shock women into uncontrolled hysteria. To prey upon the innocence of children. This is the story you've heard about, talked about. The spine-tingling, blood-chilling story that stunned your emotions. Frankenstein. Don't touch that! So the first movie I'm reviewing was suggested yet again by Anthony, and this was The Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead. Fuck a remake. I'm not doing remakes, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So the movie goes as follows. Four friends go to a cabin. Things are fucked up. Uh, they don't know how fucked up until they find the Necronomicon. After that, we are, we are given the, uh, what do you say, uh, the privilege, I guess? I've seen enormous amounts of chaos committed in a short amount of time in the most brutal graphic way possibly ever constructed low budget film or otherwise it doesn't matter because uh, what we get here is something that was ahead of its time and still to this day gives me the spooks you know what I mean because this shit's uh, this shit was some very spooky shit you know what I'm saying Back then, I watched it way back in the day, and then I watched it recently, and it still gives me the chills. You know what I'm saying? So this is a this is a real noteworthy film. It stars Bruce Campbell, I guess. Yeah, him. It's directed by Sam Raimi, the same asshole that made the uh, Spider-Man movies, and it was followed by a sequel, Evil Dead 2, uh, and a another film called Army of Darkness. Yeah, Joey, you did great research, man. <laughs> Thanks. Did it all myself. No, but dig. So anyway, uh, my thoughts on this movie, uh, spectacular, honestly. One of the greatest ones I've ever seen in my life. Uh, demonic zombies, frightening special effects, gore galore, goddamn uh, everything. Oh, my God. You, uh, yeah. I mean, this is a, like I said earlier, you know, I, I watched this before and, um, you know, back then, I, I mean, it was scary, I guess, you know, I didn't really pay attention. You know, when you're a kid, you don't pay too close attention. But now that I saw it, I mean, the parts I do remember from before I rewatched it did give me the chills back then, like the mirror. Remember that part with the mirror and it's all water. And then, you know, of course, you know, the, the lady that they lock in the in the basement you know, all that stuff. It's all scary shit. You know what I mean? To me, it was. And to, it still holds up. The whole uh, demonic forces and the, the way they're fighting. And 
you know, like I said, all the gore and all that other shit, you know, the straight up, it's just, oh, it's just chaotic and it's hectic and I absolutely love it. I'm giving this, you know, like, sorry, I had to blow my nose. I had to take a break. Sorry, because I started getting the nosebleed. But anyways, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, this was great. Great movie. I loved it. I don't know. I mean, I can't really talk too much about it. I mean, it's um, it's one of the special cases. It's not a special case, but it's one of the cases of what you see is what you get. And again, that's not a bad thing. It's just a. Uh, it's hard to explain the plot when there's not a lot going on. I mean, there is enough, you know, but the gore, the special effects. Once you talk about that, there's really nothing left to talk about. Uh, the acting was pretty cool. Uh, and the thing is, though, I gotta admit that, you know, I've seen this and I've talked to people about it and we, you know, debated on blah, blah, blah. And it turns out a lot of people don't like this one. They say it's lame. They say it's corny. They say it's cheap and all this other shit. But I'm like, but then again, that's the difference between you and I, because you don't understand, you know, low budget horror at its finest. You don't know a good thing when you see it. You're used to crap like, you know, uh, Freddy Krueger and all that shit. So there's a that's a good reason why you don't appreciate something like this. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't really remember it having comedic tones to it either, though. That's the funniest thing. Because a good horror comedy will stick with you forever. You guys know this. But this one, they always regarded it as horror comedy. And I don't really remember the comedy aspects. Unless you're talking about the part with the tree, but that's gross. Of course, you know, I'm trying to think, what else could I add to this? Because I'm thinking I'm out of I, I'm out of talking about this <laughs> because I pretty much already said what I needed to say about it. Uh, I guess I guess it's a short review, a short enough review for me to. Um, give it the rating and uh, a little more common at the end so i give it the seal of approval it's well worth it i say what i say watch it if you haven't already this is some crazy shit i think you'll like it uh, give it a chance really i mean you, you gotta learn to like because otherwise you know you're just a prude and you hate everything and all this other stuff and it's not, you know, I mean, yeah, true, true, true enough. It's not for everyone, but at the same time, you got to be able to enjoy it for the most part. Uh, so, yes, I recommend it. I, uh, I give it a solid rating, a very solid rating, I should say. And, it, you know, it's influenced a lot since then. There's been a shit ton of horrorcore rappers in the world that actually still sample the Remember that part when that chick's all possessed and she's doing that like weird baby laugh? Yeah, that's that's the kind of shit that's going on throughout the the movie. And no, no, no throughout horrorcore they sample that and then they sample some other stuff from the movie, all this other stuff. Uh, specifically, a lot of them still sample the second movie when that part when he's uh, screaming, when all the little hymns are attacking him, shit like that. Anyway, yeah, I guess that wraps it up. <laughs> I'm going to play you guys a song real quick. 
what I'm gonna play you guys is uh, I can't we can't die by DDC I'm already fucking dead, but I try, so I hammer rusty nails into my head. I can't die. I make your bullets look like a fucking blank. Blood pouring out my body like a busted fish tank. I can't die, so I jammed a pickaxe under my rib case. Did it kill me? So I prided in the blood spray. I can't die. Took a chainsaw and tried to cut myself in half. Drink a gallon of acid, cause I can't afford gas. I can't die. Pulled my veins out and tied them around my throat. Tried to hang myself, but when I jumped, they motherfucking broke. I can't Die. Take a junkie's needle and stick it in my eye Hell exhaust fumes off a car just to get high I can't die And even though you fucking wish I would I'm forever walking the streets of your fucking neighborhood I can't die And some say that it's a curse I can't die but every day you see me riding in a hearse I can't die, believe me I tried I've done died and seen the other side Look inside of my eyes, see I tell no lies Curse since birth, mother the fuck I can't die. I can't die Held on too long to a pipe bomb The shit went off and now half my body's gone I can't die Jumped in front of a moving train But it didn't do nothing but just rattle my brain I can't die Took a lawnmower, turned it over Turned it on and cut my arms off at the shoulder I can't die I tried hanging myself because I can't cope But I'm too fat and I broke the fucking rope I can't die Took a butcher's knife, aligned it with my forehead I headbutted the wall and I still ain't dead I can't die Two pistols to both my motherfucking temples Squeeze both the fucking triggers My head popped like a pimple I can't die Set myself on fire and jumped in a pool of gas Didn't do much but singed the hair on my ass I can't die Stole a school bus full of fucking kids Ran the bitch off a cliff I'm the only one that lived I can't die Believe me I tried I've done died and seen the other side Look inside of my eyes See, I tell no lies Curse since birth, motherfucker I can't die I can't die Rip my face off, put it in a frying pan Cook it up, add three fingers off my head die So I sleep with my head up in the vice I'ma twist it till it's tight Then do it again twice I can't die Take a bath in a tub of razor blades Pour salt up in the wounds While the blood still cascades I can't die And I heard I should try a gun to the head Blew my face all over the place It just left me brain I can't die So I floss my fucking teeth with barbed wire And spit the blood up in your face If you think that I'm alive I can't die So I peeled off all of my skin Filled a kitty pool with bleach And jumped right the fuck in I can't die So I chopped off all of my fucking limbs Dived up in the lake of fire And tried to fucking swim I can't die And I'ma prove it right here on this track Take my severed arm Use it like a bat and beat your ass I can't die I can't die Believe me I tried I've done die I didn't see the other side Look inside of my eyes See I tell no lies Curse since birth Motherfucker I can't die I can't die Took a train to the face That's why I wear the paint The mere sight of my shit Would make you motherfucking faint I can't die I threw a running chainsaw Way up in the sky It came back down And cut my head off at the eyes I can't die And you're open to try it anytime Hopefully you don't mind There's a long ass line I can't die I broke my motherfucking bong in half Stab myself in the eyes with a broken glass I can't die I even asked Corpse to give it a go
go He tied my leg to his bumper, dragged me slow down the road I can't die Walked into a precinct with a knife Got six cops before they tried to take my life I can't die I use Raid as a motherfucking breath spray It keeps the bugs from eating the rotten decay I can't die You might think that we're fucking full of shit But remember we can't die and you can bitch I can't die Believe me I tried I've done died and seen the other side Look inside of my eyes See I tell no lies Curse since birth motherfucker I can't die The next ep uh, movie review is going to be, uh, it's also a suggestion sent to me by uh, Lord Battle, aka Russell. And uh, shout out to you if you're listening, homie, and uh, the Overlook Hour podcast. Go, go and listen to them. Uh, always a fun, always fun to listen to them. Three hours of mayhem, hell yeah. They do interviews. Their shit, in other words, their shit's a way more organized than mine is. But still, it's, you know, you know, they're a lot of fun to listen to. One of these days, I'll be able to organize this shit to get the interviews going. But until then, we're going to have to deal with what we got, folks. So anyway, the movie that he recommended is called Hell House, Hell House, LLC. A uh, found footage, doc, shockumentary, mockumentary, whatever you want to call it, about the uh, a house <laughs> in New York. About a uh, house in New York that is uh, like I don't, I don't did they buy it or did they break into it? I'm not 100% sure, but anyways, point is that they are this house has been is being used as a Halloween attraction. It begins with a uh, montage of viewer cam, uh, yeah, yeah, visitor cam, tourist. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. Uh, somebody taking footage of the, the the event as it's happening, and sure enough, other chaos uh, happens after that. Next thing you know, the place is lit up on fire. I think, if I remember correctly, and then you see just people running away from the situation, along with the whole uh, what do you call that? Uh, the firefighters, everybody else there trying to evacuate the building. I don't think it caught fire. No, it didn't catch fire. I'm sorry. Throughout this, we see uh, found footage, obviously, of the people who are doing this. Uh, three dudes and one girl. You know what I mean? They set it up. They use the thing. They find the basement to be extremely creepy, and it is. A lot of satanic imagery and whatnot. Blood, fresh or not. It's all there. And we see the process from them going from building this house to be frustrated with building this house to the mysteries surrounding the house to the previous owners of this house and the, the neighboring people around there along with other documentarians al along with uh, 
forensic specialists, all kinds of people get involved to tell what, and journal journalists as well, what they saw, heard, and did, and felt that night, where where the when the, the Hell House truly lived up to its name. I gotta tell you guys about this one. Uh, it, like I said, suggestions. So I'm always looking for recommendations. So thank you again. Uh, the Overlook Hour podcast. This one. Um, the what I liked about it is the fact that it, it felt authentic from the beginning to the end. What I also liked about it is the whole, you know, that we see the whole process of what goes into making one of these haunted houses attractions you know what i mean uh, especially during halloween we see it go from dirty and dingy to dirty and scary which is cool and dangerous as well you know what i mean uh throughout we see the thing is one thing i did like about it is a lot of these found footage movies have the tendency of uh what do you call it going straight for the jump scare and that wasn't the case with this one you know there was there was moments but it wasn't like 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 Five Nights at Freddy's or any of that stuff, you know what I mean? It wasn't anything that you know, like you know in that in that in that vein, I should say. So what we get, what we get is straight up, you know, it, legitimately the the scenes of horror are legitimately scary. The other scenes of like, um, God, you know, anything and everything, man. It's just everything couldn't put together with the madness that's going on behind the scenes with the guy who's running the thing course you know you get the the local the local people and the townies and everyone else around them telling them straight up hey you know this is um this is some scary shit that's happening you know i mean like uh, something went down in that house and now and nobody's talking about it what the hell's going down you know what i'm saying turns out you know it's just it's just reckless behavior mixed with just an eerie 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 vibe to everything everything that's happening is happening for a reason and all the shit that we're seeing is like legitimately like what the fuck you know what i mean especially at the end when it's revealed what went down in that house you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna spoil it for nobody but let's just say it left me it left you know the whole what the fuck you know what i mean what the hell am i looking at holy shit this is this is like legitimately it got my heart racing i'm not gonna lie some some really sinister shit dude like real fucking sinister this is some this is some this ain't your grandma's fucking horror movies i'll tell you that much dude legit this is some scary shit and really what it came down to is the fact that everything in it came full circle so all the demented shit that we saw from the moment they started recording in that house to you know straight up when all hell broke loose and then everything else after that it it just really just made you go wow man just wow and of course we got the nosy investigator lady who that yeah it's just let's just leave that at that trying to grill everyone she can run into about the damn what happened that night and nobody gives her a proper explanation ever not even the journalist that took pictures of the of the, the 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 scene of the crime afterwards he snuck into the building and took pictures of everything but he straight up said that he's been to places that are scary as shit he's been to places where 
he knows evil and horrible things happening. But he said that when he looked over there and he looked down at that basement, he was not going to get any further than the top step. He was not. He was not. And he refused to walk down that path. Now, to some of you fuck faces out there, this might seem like such a corny idea for a movie, blah, blah, blah. It's been done before, blah, blah, blah. And I can understand that, I guess. You know what I mean? You know, for the longest time, I couldn't watch uh, found footage for horror flicks unless it was the Blair Witch Project. Because to me, the Blair Witch Project is the one that uh, pretty much set everything off. You know what I mean? And and to me, it's a classic. It's a lot like The Exorcist. You know what I mean? Like, I won't. I will never hold The Exorcist below any other horror movie that's ever been made. Because Exorcist is always going to be on the top of the list for me. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, that's such a blah, 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 or it's uh, it's mainstream or whatever the hell you assholes go on about these days. But in all honesty, man, if it's not broke, why try to fix it? Which is why, you know, there's been, what, thousands and thousands and thousands of fucking, uh, what do you call that? Exorcist movies along with uh, the found footage movies, you know what I mean? They're they're all over the damn place, yet somehow nobody does it right. Nobody can get it right. It's like that movie VHS, you know. Like, I was watching it, and then all of a sudden it got uncomfortable when those two lesbians kill that guy, and they're just kissing for like 15 minutes straight. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, do what you got to do. Do what makes you happy. But do you really have to make that scene go on any longer? just saying man you know and i don't know man I, and plus i it would move the whole movie in, in and of itself was unpleasant anyway so vhs is really the reason why i got turned away from the found footage genre altogether then of course you know vhs2 unfriended all this other stupid shit cloverfield for fuck's sake i hated that cloverfield movie Wait, is that the one I'm talking about? The one about the monster? Oh, anyway, if, if, if it's not, then please, you know, I stand corrected if you guys know what the real movie is. When they're all at that party and there's just, like, a monster going around, like, Godzilla's attacking or whatever. Yeah, that movie. All I gotta say about it is this. The camera angles and as much how much that fucking camera moved, that's what did it for me. And I couldn't watch it. It was unwatchable for me. I was just getting nauseous. It was the same time. It was the same thing when I went to go watch The A-Team. You know, the A team for the most part it was pretty cool, it was entertaining and all that other shit. But that scene when the tank is in the in the air and how many times that camera just swivels around. Oh god, it, it, I almost grew up. And it's but you know, it's just I don't know, I guess, you know, maybe that's why I don't like to um when I'm intoxicated, I don't like to It's the same thing when I'm intoxicated, if I'm in a car or whatever, I uh, I don't I get motion sickness. <laughs> Because, I don't know, I guess I'm not really all there, so I'm just like... (laughs) But, yeah, fucking A. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, so, you know, Hell House. Oh, there's actually, uh, before I give this to the the seals and whatnot, uh, the rating, I should say. uh, This sparked a couple of sequels and the director's cut that's actually i think at least a half hour longer the director's cut is like a half hour longer i didn't watch that one i watched the original cut and i might watch the the extended cut later on but yeah i don't know yet after that we uh, there's a sequel which was called the uh, but i don't even know what the hell the sequel is called there's a two and a three i think the abaddon hotel i think that's what it's called i don't know dude 
Oh, yes, it was a hotel. I forgot. Yeah, it wasn't a house. I'm so stupid. But yeah, the, the hotel. Yeah, anyway, so but check it out. I, I really think you might like this one. So with that said, we're going to give it the rating. We're going to give it yet again another seal of approval because this motherfucker was actually something, something nice, something cool, something strange, something different, but without being over the top. You know what I mean? The scares are there, but they're not, they're not just for, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, the scares are there, but it's not over the top. It's not unpleasant. Nothing sucks about it. It's just such a great, great, great fucking movie. And uh, honestly, I gotta say, I give it way, I give it my highest honor, the seal of approval. It's, it's, it's pretty badass, man. So, if you get a chance, go ahead and check it out. I think I, I, I personally watched it on the movie, on the the movie, the streaming service Tubi. I watched it through them. Uh, yeah, I had to sit through a couple of commercials, but. You know, a couple commercials is more, more, more than worth the price of admission, which is free. And yeah, I, I really like it a lot. So you get a chance, go ahead and check it out. And yeah, yeah, I think that's good. So we're going to play you a song. I think I played this one a couple of times throughout the, the show. So uh, this one's Richard Dean and the song is called Zombie. Shame. You can say I'm a tad bit strange, a little though. 
Cut off your head, slut Put it in a little box with a little bone Cooking your right breast A midnight snack The other one is in the ice chest I won't be happy till there's no lives left Which one of you sluts is gonna die next? Richard Gein with Zombie off of the Creatures of the Night album released in 2008. One of the rarer releases from Gein, at least in the physical sense. Other than that, uh, you can get it on Bandcamp uh, and direct contact through him. So if you're interested, feel for, feel free to message him or hit up the Bandcamp for this and other releases in the catalog known as Richard Gein. So it's time to get deep. And I mean deep. Alright, well, I've been doing a lot of thinking and uh, according to the media and all that other bullshit, we're going to have a black Christmas. Meaning we're going to have a uh, not so... Uh, yeah. Uh, it basically says blah blah blah. Supply and demand is not met. Blah blah blah. The shippers sitting in the on the Gulf Coast or whatever or the Bay Area. I don't fucking remember. Ooh. Facts is facts. Blah blah blah. People are losing their jobs as well. The policeman. That very sad video of him sending out his final dispatch. That was uh, that was sad to watch. Sucks dick. Seventeen years on the force, and he was forced out due to. Personal, you know, personal, personal reasons, really. It sucks ass, but that's the way it goes. Those who feel entitled to bitch and moan about us not vaccinated, uh, continue to do so because we still won't, we're, we're not going to listen to you. We're not going to listen to the media. We're not going to listen to anything. So don't give me that bullshit. And besides, I said that a million motherfucking times, who, who, what, what do you fucks care if I live or die? Because I know not one goddamn one of you does anyways. But that's besides the point. See, I've noticed a couple of things about this whole vaccination shit. Is the optimists, the cancer group, are basically going out of their way to... Uh, yeah, it's just stupid. It's just retarded nowadays. Kind of like when the election happened and they brought out all that star power to tell you don't vote for Trump because if you do, you don't like movies, you don't like porno, you don't like professional wrestling, you don't like them. Well, that's a stretch. Uh, all in all, the message was you can't support what we've made if you support Donald Trump. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, right? And it just made me laugh nowadays. It still makes me laugh nowadays, just the whole retarded concept that the, the majority of people I know and people I've known and all this other bullshit are, are celebrity worshippers. And it goes without saying, you know what I mean? Like, I, I personally, I told you all a million motherfucking times, it's only Dennis Hopper, Eddie Guerrero, Amy Winehouse... And James Gandolfini, and that's about it. Uh, George Carlin, George Carlin, and Richard Pryor. Those are the only famous folks I ever cared for. So when they died, I cried. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's just that's just how it goes. You know, it's not. It's neither here nor there. But, you know, it's just how it goes. Like, right now, I know there's a lot of worship for Keanu Reeves. I don't know why. He's always been a shitty actor in my book. He made one good movie, and that was uh, River's Edge, but only because of Dennis Hopper. I said that a million times before, but it's 100% true. Well, then again, I guess you could dismiss um, Speed, because it also has Dennis Hopper in it, and you know how I feel about that. But, regardless... You know what I mean? He's a shitty actor. Blah, blah, blah. Yet every time... every like, I've seen this man get his dick sucked by people around here without him actually being here. Like, they talk about his humanitarian work. Oh, wow. He gave up his seat for a woman. Oh, wow. He rides a subway. Oh, wow. Big fucking deal. They said, oh, we need more stars like him. Bullshit. We don't need anyone. We don't need to be worshipping this cunt rise because they can give a fuck less if any of us live. That's just a sad truth. The same thing with Heath Ledger. I know people that worship him and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But, um, you know, he didn't give a fuck about any of us. You know, it just goes back to, like, remember the Bronx Tale when he's all like, You like Mickey Mantle? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you collect his, you know, something along those lines, like if he collects his baseball cards, do you think he's ever going to come over here and help you and your family pay rent? No, so why the hell do you worship him? That's basically been my philosophy for years. Oh, and uh, to add to that list, the insane clown posse, the people that I care for, only because they've, I've stuck with, you know, as a, as, oh, I don't know, man. There's a few bands out there too, you know what I mean? But like none of them are, none of them have the, the Hollywood ego, you know what I'm saying? You know, everyone has that Hollywood mentality, that Hollywood ego, that fucking they're above everyone regardless of what happens. Da 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 da. da. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then you gotta like, okay, 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 I don't, I don't like that, but whatever. Okay, 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 I don't like that either, but I don't, you know, whatever. It's just stupid shit. And that's all it'll ever be. It's stupid shit, you know what I mean? And and now, you know, they're they're doing it again, you know, this whole black Christmas that we're supposed to be having. Like a, you know, oh yeah, so people are gonna lose a lot of jobs. A lot of people are gonna lose jobs. That that, that was horribly phrased. <laughs> uh let's see what else. Kids might not get presents for Christmas, all that other shit. Uh if it happens, well, fuck it. I mean, what little do they need to take everything away from people? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, this is no exception. I mean, it's not going to... It's not like we didn't see it coming. 
it was funny though because it made me something made me laugh. What was it? Two weeks ago, or the week, or three weeks ago, or even a month ago, or maybe maybe even sooner than that. The the bitch that the works here, Christian Cinema. Yeah, they follow her to the bathroom and the uh, what do you call them, people? I mean, they're Mexicans, but they're not Mexicans. They have a, uh, I don't know. But anyway, they follow her to the bathroom, and then they fucking just record her taking a shit. But the stall was closed, so we didn't get to see that freaking pig hunched over taking a piss or shit, whatever the hell she did. I gotta say, though, she has nice feet. I like her feet. But anyways, that's besides the point. Uh... The girl yelling at her through the through the stall. Hey y'all, like all ghetto uh, Mexican girl. Now, hey y'all, you know, you we put you in office and we can take you right out. Okay, we don't have to, we don't have to succumb to. We just want an answer. Okay, and I'm thinking to myself, I just start laughing. I go, holy fuck, holy fuck. A politician that lied to people? No fucking way. Stop the presses, seriously. This is bigger than Trump here. (laughs) But yeah, motherfuckers are going to be all like... I mean, it goes without say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don't worship the uh, who they put in front of you. I mean... I, for one, like I said, you know, it's just whatever, you know what I mean? I don't believe in, you know, I don't. I have my personal thoughts and my personal theories. I, I told y'all that I stopped bashing religion, religious people, I, well, most religious people. Like, uh, like my family is the only exception of people I, I um, attack their Christianity, you know what I mean? And, you know, all that, and, you know, certain irritating aspects of life, you know, like, I don't know, man, like, I remember I went to school, not school, I'm sorry, I used to work with this kid, and he was Jewish, but he had to shoehorn that into everything, you know what I mean, and he was so gung-ho libtard that even people that were just wearing red baseball caps he considered them Trump supporters, even if they were shitty ass Cardinals fans or or Angels fans or fucking the Reds fans or even the Red Sox fans. You know what I mean? Politicals. He saw a red cap and he would talk like he talked like a bootleg Elvis. He was all like, motherfucker, motherfucker. He's wearing a red cap. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. No, I, I, I'm not having that. No, uh uh-uh. uh. No, uh-uh, 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 no. If he offered me a hundred bucks, I wouldn't even take it. Seriously, because he's wearing a red baseball cap, motherfucker, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking to myself, you're that gung-ho blue, you know what I mean? It's it's actually really pathetic. Like, I understand going for your team, but Jesus Christ, I mean, do you really have to be that gung-ho about it? Hey, look, uh, as I'm speaking to you, they're putting the cancer in the sky, I guess. There's a chemtrail up there. And it's going to come down, and the aluminum's going to infect my skin. Which it might be right now, actually, because that explains why I'm all itchy. Uh, funny thing. It's only a funny thing. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. So, what was I going on about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting side note. Uh, at least three or four times a year, some bullshit starts happening with my blood, where I start losing a lot of it. Whether it's through cuts, nosebleeds, internal, all that other stupid shit. Uh, no matter what the hell it is, you know what I mean? Point is, my, my my the skin tone on my face pales in comparison, along with my hands, my arms, shit like that. You know, I I get I don't get really pale, but you see, I lose color, which is hilarious to me because if you guys know anything, it don't matter what race you is or what fucking political party you are. You guys know this for a fact that motherfuckers out there are gonna judge you. No, motherfuckers within your community are gonna judge you based on your skin tone. You know what I'm saying? So, with that said. I remember getting made fun of because I had slightly darker skin as a Native American. And they used to call me, you know, the N-word, all this other stupid shit. And now that, you know, well, well, this time of year, like I said, you know, when I start losing color, I wonder if I'm acceptable to them now. Now that we're a tribe of people, right? Believe that. Yeah, you motherfuckers is pathetic. But 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 that's your trip, you know what I'm saying? You know, don't, don't fucking talk to me like you... You, you're, we're friends all of a sudden because, you know, quite frankly, a good chunk of you motherfuckers from my past. Honestly, I'd be happy to know you died today. <laughs> like, uh, uh, just general bullies, you know what I mean? Bullies, even though I hate that word bully. I mean, I, it doesn't apply nowadays because, you know, if shit like that didn't make you rough and tough and all that other stuff, then it didn't. It didn't. It didn't benefit you because you never learned from it, and you learned to play the victim for the rest of your life. And that's what I've learned from a lot of people, is that they play victims forever and ever and ever in a day. So I started thinking to myself, I gotta find a way to fucking straight up, you know, build up this, you know, thing because I'm not gonna take nobody's shit no more. And sure enough, I, I'm there more or less. You know what I mean? And. <clears throat> I'm there more or less, and now I have such a hard exterior to break it. You need more than whatever, and you know you guys know this for a fact. I don't open up for fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a straight up, you know, there's there's cool me, and then there's lame me, and then there's happy me, which you never see. There's uh shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? So I guess in a sense it's on purpose, you know what I mean? But see, I can't open up to motherfuckers because everybody's a parapsychologist and all this other bullshit. A proctologist with thoughts that differ from everyone else in the medical field. A neurosurgeon with psychic abilities. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? So every time I can't even open up to motherfuckers because motherfuckers always have an answer better than the, the, the answer to the, better than the one that I give. That's the, that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? They always have a better answer than I give, and that's 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 where I know I'm in peril. You know what I mean? That's where I know I can't trust a motherfucker. You know what I mean? The best conversations I've had lately are about hallucinogens. <laughs> general drug use, drug humor, if you will, gore, 
movies, music, pain, and that's about it. Getting to know the Joey that you motherfuckers heard of, that motherfucker, you know, he's not going to open up for anybody. And, and, and to this day, he won't. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker that you remember is the same motherfucker you're going to forget next year. Around this time next year. Actually, let me worry because there's another chemtrail thing flying right above me. And then there's the other one. Okay, there's two. There's two right there. There's one up there. There's a helicopter flying low. Some shit went down nearby. Yeah, some shit went down again. God damn it. Well, you know, it's so funny because you get so used to hearing about tragedy and all this other shit. That doesn't even affect you no more. So when it really happens, you're like, oh, well, damn. <laughs> uh, that's not to say that blah, blah, blah. I don't, really even, I don't even know what I'm trying to say with that. But anyways, there's uh, three chemtrails. What the hell? All right, well, uh, bring on the cancer. Bring on the cancer. It's funny because uh, one of my heroes, Nick DiPaolo, you guys know him, controversial, very controversial um, stand-up comedian. Uh, you know, similar similar to my style, you know what I mean? Similar, even politically, it's a little bit similar, you know, all that shit. <laughs> anyway, DiPaolo says on his podcast, he's all like, I swear to God, I know I'm going to fucking die from cancer. I'm just waiting for it. And when it happens, I'm going to be, oh, I knew it. There's anything with me, you know what I mean? Like, I know for a fact that my heart is going to be the the death of me. You know what I mean? So when I have a heart attack, you know, or whatever, or I'm diagnosed with AFib, I'm not going to be surprised about it either. You know what I mean? I abuse myself way too much, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I was forced into this position. Nah, not really, man. It was a choice. As controversial as that claim is, it was a choice. Okay? I'm willing to take personal responsibility for the choices I made in my past. I chose to do those drugs. I chose to drink that liquor. I chose to do all kinds of stupid shit and it's gonna affect my heart in the long run. But so fucking what? YOLO and shit. You know what I'm saying? Live for today. Live for today. Whatever the hell that thing is. By the way, I tried watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and it really wasn't doing it for me. Sorry to say it. I know they got that weird lesbian love thing going on with that redheaded chick from what do you call that this one time at band camp uh american pie they got that and it's just like eh, how mainstream but it's funny though because i was actually doing a read-up on that and again another man-hating woke lesbian uh with the purple hair and all that other bullshit she writes on the thing and then she first thing she bitches there was no diversity in the in the buffy it's the same thing with roswell i'm pretty sure they're gonna bitch about there was no diversity in the cast of um uh, what do you call that roswell even though mahandra delfino is from venezuela so that makes her venezuelan (laughs) venezuelan american it's diverse a latina holy shit you fuckers are reaching for anything and everything right 
it's like, oh, God, right there, I can see it. Oh, no, I can't watch that show. Why? Because there's nobody of color in there. Go figure. So I guess with that, we'll wrap this up for this deep. Now I'm going to play you two tracks. And you guys know the goddamn, you guys know the goddamn, you know the goddamn. Yes! Cooking with gas. gas. Cooking with gas. gas. We all cook better when we're cooking with gas. gas. Gas is so hot it's not on when it's off. It's the only way to cook. That's what I was taught. Now here's a fact you should have to know to pass. Nine out of ten chefs only cook with gas. Why is that, you say? Can I cook my way? The benefits we have to tell will really make your day. So listen, class, because we're going to go fast. Here are all of the reasons you should cook with gas. I cook with gas cause I'm in control The flame could be adjusted for the perfect shrimp creole The burn is not on when I think it's not I can simmer brown or boil in the same metal pot Cooking with gas, cooking with gas We all cook better when we're cooking with gas Gas is so hot, it's not on when it's off It's the only way to cook, that's, that's what, what we were taught I cook with gas cause the cost is much less than electricity Do you wanna take a guess? Well it's three times less in the east or west So remember those figures when it's time to take a test I cook with gas cause broiling so clean The flame consumes the smoke and grease, you know what I mean And when I bake a pie to put on the sill My self-cleaning oven takes care of any spill Cooking with gas Cooking with gas. We all cook better when we're cooking with gas. Gas is so hot, it's not on when it's off. It's the only way to cook. That's, That's what, what we were taught. taught. I cook with gas because the stovetop's cool when you use electric ignition and natural gas fuel. In the summertime, it's especially fitting, so if you can't stand the heat, come into my kitchen. Cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. We all cook better when we're cooking with gas. Gas is so hot, it's not on when it's not. It's the only way to cook. That's, That's what, what we were taught. taught. Cooking with gas. It's cooler. Cooking with gas. It's precise. Cooking with gas. It's cleaner. Cooking with gas. It's cheaper. Now that you found out why most chefs cook with gas, here's some safety rules to remember after class. Natural gas is fine. Natural gas is clean. clean. Safe cooking makes sense. We're not trying to be mean. mean. Safe cooking begins with range location. Avoid main traffic paths and also isolation. With no counter space nearby, don't let the curtains fly. Watch for open oven doors if you have a small fry. Cooking, cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. We can all cook safely when we're cooking with gas. Another safe practice when you're using your range is to judge very carefully the height of the flame. The bottom of the pan is all it should cover. Pan size should be right to prevent boil overs. And no long flowing sleeves or long loose hair. Don't get too close. You better beware. The same goes for foods or items made of plastic. If they're too near the stove, they could melt like magic. Cooking, cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. We can all cook safely when we're cooking with gas. Now if a fire should start and there's burning grease, never, never move the pan or throw water. Oh, please. Simply turn off the burner and cover the pan. Use a dry extinguisher or soda if you can. Cooking with gas. Cooking with gas. We can all cook safely when you're cooking with gas. Gas. It's cooler. We're cooking with gas. It's precise. We're cooking with gas. It's cleaner. We're cooking with gas. It's cheaper. Here's one final rule you should remember from school. When you want to cook or bake, natural gas is the fuel. We're cooking with a cooking, gas. A cooking, a cooking, a cooking. It's always ready. A cooking, a cooking, a cooking. So sweaty. A cooking, a cooking, a cooking. It's always ready. A cooking, a cooking, a cooking.
that was rapping with gas i don't know who the hell made it i don't know why the hell i have it but it's there and along with that was arrogant destructor you know what i mean good shit dark nasty but a little fun along the way can't keep it as gritty as we used to but we got it there Anyway, thank you for listening to the Kane is Dead program. I am your host, Kane is Dead, a.k.a. Kane, a.k.a. Joey, a.k.a. Joey CM, a.k.a. Joey CM. It doesn't matter what the fuck you call me, because that is who I am. Dig. Uh, contact information. Xemnas. Uh, uh, yeah. Xemnas1313 at gmail.com. That's X as in X-ray. E as in everything. M as in motherfucker. N as in nasty. A as in asshole. S as in shit. The number one, the number three, the number one, the number three at gmail.com. You could also hit me up on Instagram at Kane is Dead. Kane is Dead, the program brought to you by one of the most brutal motherfuckers in the underground. <laughs> and that goes without say. I know the episodes as of late have been extremely offensive. And if I've hurt your feelings along the way, good, I'm happy, and fuck you. I have no regrets, except maybe sometimes the show's not nasty enough, but until we reach that point, we're going to keep doing it the way we've been doing it, gritty, homebrewed, all the way live, well, mostly, (laughs) Uh, let's see, so I'm going to leave you guys with an old school track, this is the 2014 version of computer actually before i get into that i gotta say one thing quick shout out to nick DePaolo for giving me a shout out on his show <laughs> thank you brother uh one of my biggest inspirations in the world go figure he helps me and he actually helped me with my he actually helped me with my uh, self-esteem on like half of you motherfuckers out there that think you can just baby talk me like a puppy make me feel and look stupider than i really am you ever think of that prick? You ever think of that shit? You ever think of that being an an equation to the bullshit? Didn't think so. Anyway. <sighs> Thank you for listening to the Kane's Dead program. This is Computer Love 2014 version by Smokestack Crew. Enjoy. As always, this is Kane is Dead, and we are motherfucking out. Let's face it.
The dating game has changed Forget those drunk ass dive bar dames If you wanna find the girl of your dreams Just turn on your computer screen And log on to a dating site And you'll get some new ass tonight Just sign up and type in your info And in no time you'll find an info Don't forget to upload your pic And some dumb hoe will unload your dick You might just meet your match on match a batch with a perfect ass and snatch In eHarmony may be even better You might find a hoe whose pussy's even wetter And if you just want someone to fuck On plenty of fish you'll have plenty of luck Bye.